Hi guys, it is Tony from Custom PCs Australia. Um, today we're going to have a quick look at Diablo 4. Um, really good guide for beginners. Um, I was hoping to give you some really good information. Um, first off, uh, the available editions. Um, by the way, this game is releasing on the 6th of the 6th, um, 23. Um, early access will begin on the 1st of the 1st. So it's only, um, what, three or four days away. So coming up pretty quickly. It's pretty exciting. Um, so standard edition is available, uh, you get Diablo 4, you get the Light Baron Mount, uh, comparison of Faith Mount, Diablo 3, Inarius Wings and Inarius Murloc Pet, World of Warcraft, Amalgam of Rage Mount, Diablo Immortal, Umberwing Darkness Cosmetic Set. Um, so that's what you get in the standard edition if you pre-order it. Um, if you go for the Digital Dulux, um, so this is where it um, starts to come into its own. Um, so you do get the early access with this edition. Um, you get the Temptation Mount, you get the Hellborn Carapace Mount Armor, Premium Seasonal Battle Pass Unlock. So that all comes with the Digital Deluxe. For about $10, $15 more Aussie, um, Ultimate Edition, um, everything that we've just mentioned, and you get an Accelerated Seasonal Battle Pass Unlock, uh, including a Premium Seasonal Battle Pass, um, plus 20 tier skips and cosmetics. Uh, you also get the Wings of the Creator Remote. So that's the different versions available. Um, let's get into it. Diablo 4 is a game that really wasn't on my radar at all. I've just never checked out any of the previous entries in the franchise. What's ironic is that I've actually played quite a handful of the games that were inspired by Diablo, like Path of Exile, and more recently Lost Ark. I'm generally a sucker for loot-driven RPGs, so it's odd that I actually never gave the oldest of all looter games a chance. But I'm glad I finally did, because I'm here to tell you Diablo 4 is set to dominate my life for months, possibly years to come. I put dozens of hours into the game's open beta weekends, and there's so much to talk about if you're someone like me who really wasn't familiar with what Diablo has to offer. So if you are like me, and new to the series, this is the video for you. There is a lot to dive into with this game. I mean seriously, there's a lot. So we should start at the heart of the game, combat. This is what you'll spend most of your time doing in the game. Diablo 4 is an isometric action RPG with a quick, fluid, dynamic combat system. As someone who really hasn't spent much time with this style of RPG before, I was absolutely blown away by just how incredibly fun and consistently captivating the combat is here. The isometric perspective provides a clear view of the action, allowing you to strategically navigate through the battlefield as you deploy your skills to dispel wave after wave of enemies, both in the open world and in the game's 100 plus dungeons. Compared to most MMORPGs, where you're littered with multiple layers of hotkeys to learn, in Diablo 4 you're limited to just six active abilities, which I actually found to be refreshing, as it forces you into a much tighter skill rotation and creates a simple but fun to master combat cycle that feels really rhythmic. Speaking of skills, there are dozens and dozens of abilities to choose from across the game's five character classes and a diverse array of playstyles to fit whatever you might be into. If you're accustomed to playing tanky melee classes in other RPGs, you'll feel right at home with a barbarian, or if you're looking for a traditional spellcaster, there's the sorcerer. For a mix of ranged and melee play, there's the highly adaptable rogue. Whichever class you choose, you can expect a deep and personalised progression system through the game's skill trees and endgame paragon board. Acquiring new skills and upgrading existing skills is a core trait of any good RPG. 
what really sets Diablo 4 apart from most games I've experienced is just how fundamentally game-changing adding a, an ability or buffing one truly feels. There's a genuine sense of power progression here, where your character actually feels like they're growing and becoming more powerful with each new skill or passive ability. Additionally, modifiers to abilities that you'll find on pieces of gear, which we'll touch on in a bit, can drastically change just how effective an ability is, giving you an incredibly wide range of ways to customise your character's playstyle exactly to your liking. Diablo 4 may seem like button mashing chaos at first glance. It certainly did to me, but I can't stress enough just how kinetic and tactical it all is. Timing your abilities, managing your cooldowns, all while shredding hundreds upon hundreds of demonic foes makes for an incredibly fun experience. And with multiple difficulty tiers for you to choose from, you'll be able to find the right balance between casual and challenging. Now I mentioned gear a bit earlier, and there is a lot of it in Diablo 4. If you've played any sort of looter game in the past, like Destiny, Borderlands or The Division, you're going to feel right at home here in Diablo 4. Diablo truly is the godfather of the loot-based RPG genre, and that tradition continues with this game. Gear comes with a wide variety of rarities, stats and bonuses, with legendary gear being the gold standard due to the legendary aspects that alter not just your stats, but also add new effects and modifiers to your character's skills. You'll acquire gear from a wide variety of sources, killing enemies, completing quests, completing dungeons, looting chests, completing world events, defeating world bosses. There's even a vendor in the game, the Purveyor of Curiosities, who you can offer a special currency to that you obtain from completing world events in exchange for a random piece of gear of your choice. You can even earn legendaries from this vendor. Another cool aspect of the gear and loot system comes in the form of crafting. You can upgrade gear via a blacksmith to increase an item's stats up to a certain level, as well as socket gems into your items for additional stat bonuses. You can even re-roll certain affixes on your gear for a chance to get a better stat roll that may be more useful for the build that you're going for, or swap out one of those legendary aspects for a different one you've acquired earlier. All that gear you've earned can be used to fully customise the look of your character. The game has an excellent transmog system, where your salvage gear can be used to create new looks for your character. Every single piece of armour, as well as your weapons, are fully customisable. All of this is to say the gear system in Diablo 4 is robust, and if you're into number crunching, min-maxing, experimenting with different builds and stat allocations, you're going to be in heaven with this game. Diablo 4 has an impressively immersive story with endlessly fascinating lore for you to explore. The game is dripping in this gritty and macabre atmosphere, that I honestly can't get enough of, with many quests sending you into the deepest and darkest corners of the game's world as you take centre stage in the eternal battle between the forces of light and darkness. Quests are fully voice acted with gorgeous cinematic cutscenes for main story quests, and the writing is consistently strong. Even random side quests you'll pick up in the game's various towns and settlements have compelling narratives unto themselves. One in particular early on finds your character tasked with helping a woman investigate the whereabouts of her husband, who she believes is seeing another woman, only for you to discover that, well, something really, really messed up is afoot. I'll leave it at that. You have to see this one to believe it. And while it would be easy to just blow through the dialogue on your quest to get to max level, I highly encourage you to find the time in one of your playthroughs to actually sit down and enjoy the storytelling for what it is because there's been a lot of love and care put into the narrative elements in Diablo 4, and they are absolutely worth exploring. Speaking of which, 
Exploration in Diablo 4 is a rewarding experience in and of itself. The game world is massive and fully open world, meaning you can explore every inch of the game's impressive map to your heart's desire, as enemies will scale to your level. Go and do whatever you want, whenever you want. Sanctuary is yours to explore, and there's plenty to see and do along the way. You can complete any of the over 100 dungeons spread out across the world, earning you new loot, as well as additional rewards such as new legendary aspects to add to your Codex of Power. A catalogue of every aspect you've acquired in the game. There are also smaller dungeons called cellars located in various corners of the map that may contain enemies to slay or puzzles to solve for rewards. Dynamic world events are littered throughout the game's map, which players can undertake solo or with a group of nearby players. More on that in just a minute. These events pop up often and are a great source of loot. You can also find the hidden altars of Lilith Shrines hidden throughout the game's world that offer stat bonuses for all your characters. Navigating the world is also a breeze with fast travel locations and towns conveniently placed throughout to help you get around quickly. However, some settlements may not be accessible until you complete what's called a stronghold, an immersive quest in which you'll have to clear enemies and complete objectives in order to free a certain area. Strongholds not only unlock new towns and vendors, but also may provide you with access to new dungeons. You'll also have access to mounts later in the game's storyline to help traverse the map even faster. I can't stress enough the importance of exploring every single nook and cranny of the game's world. Uncovering every ounce of the game's map is not just valuable for completionist's sake. You could be missing out on a new dungeon or mystery that you've yet to uncover. While it may seem enticing to just blow through the game's levelling process just to get to max level, so you can get to the end game, Diablo 4 is also a game that really can be enjoyed at a much slower pace, like a traditional RPG. There's just so much packed into the game's world worth taking the time to truly explore. Although, you don't have to explore that world alone. Diablo 4 is an always online multiplayer game, meaning you'll have the opportunity to party up with friends or other players at any time. Towns operate as social hubs, where you'll see more players running around in your instance than you'll see in the game's open world areas. But even in that open world, you'll be able to team up with strangers to take on world events, or any of the game's massive world bosses. Partnering up with friends could not be any easier as the game supports full crossplay across all platforms. Not to mention the game's intuitive scaling system means that players who are not of equal level won't have to worry about enemies being too easy or too difficult as they will scale to each individual player simultaneously. You can team up to take on dungeons, quests, world events, or any of the game's content. Even trade gear, potions, resources, and more with your friends. And no need to worry about fighting over gear loot drops in the game. They are instance-based for each player, meaning only you can see the gear that drops for you. While Diablo 4 can be enjoyed perfectly fine in solo play, cooperative online play including couch co-op on consoles truly elevates the experience into something special and makes the game feel so much more alive. And that alive feeling extends into the game's general live service model. Now I know a lot of people cringe the very uttering of the phrase live service these days, but I think in the case of Diablo 4, this always online vision works really well. This is a game that will truly evolve over time with seasonal content updates bringing with it a host of new quests, dungeons and more. The game features a seasonal battle pass with seasonal rewards that can be earned in both a free and paid track, as well as an ever-evolving shop filled with cosmetic items 
You can also expect plenty of live events like incursions from enemy forces into a region or mysterious vendors popping up around the map. The live service model also means a commitment to the importance of player feedback, meaning you can expect plenty of changes throughout the game's run based on the desires and ever-evolving expectations of the player base. All of this barely scratches the surface of everything Diablo 4 has to offer. There are plenty of topics left to discuss and we'll dive into all of that in future videos. Let us know in the comments if you're new or a veteran to the Diablo franchise and what you're excited most about Diablo 4. If you have found this video helpful or insightful at all, please be sure to hit a like and subscribe to the channel. We will see you in the next video. Enjoy Diablo 4.